1: Welcome to the restricted section in which I am breaking up with Harry Potter. And honestly, it's one of the most abusive relationships I've ever been in. If you haven't done the reading, don't worry. We did it for you. Here's what we're talking about this week. Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, Chapter 17, A Sluggish Memory. Is that what everybody read? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Hell yeah. In which we go back in time through an untampered memory, untampered with memory and an extremely tampered with memory. I'm your host, Christina. My co-host today is Leela. Say hello to the listeners, Leela. Hello, listeners. Glad to be back. And our special guest is Alex from My Cabbages and My Personal Life Friendship. Say hello to the listeners, Alex. How day?
0: What's the energy level like today, guys? You know, I am at a solid three, but trying to make it to at least a five, because <laughs> I care about the listeners and this podcast. And you know, Puck just found a carrot on the oh, ground wow. that I had dropped. So you know what? There's always some a silver lining in the day <laughs> that you can find. So let's go with five. Good.
1: I like that you take your dog's successes as your own.
0: <laughs> you know what? It, sometimes it's the little things. What about you, Leela? What's the energy like? Just like yeah. I am like uh,
2: annoyingly like at like a nine or an eight or a nine right now because I'm just very okay. excited um, about our release date.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah.
2: What are you, are you talking about? Burn before
1: reading. Oh
2: yeah, burn before reading. You know, <laughs> it's out in the keep world. Saying it, keep saying it with like different enunciations <laughs> on every word.
0: Every Usually, thing. I would say to my friends, "Hey, y'all, you just got out of an abusive relationship, Tina." you might want to take some time for you and to really find what it means to be Tina. But you've already gone and, like, start and committed, entered a new relationship, and it's like, here we go. Here's my new project. It's funny because <laughs> we talk a lot on Burn Before Reading in upcoming episodes about how
1: I would never break up with a man in high school until I had the next one lined up. So... Okay, well... I'm there- jumping over to the... I'm jumping over to burn before reading. I still love this podcast, guys. I'm going to see it through. It's going to be so strong straight through the end. But, uh, you know, I have a new favorite child now. <laughs> uh, what was that you put on today's Instagram post for
2: a restricted uh, section?
1: Here, I'll read it. Why, why, why try to remember when I could just read it to you? The Instagram post for last week's restricted section, Chapter 16, A Very Frosty Christmas, says... Fuck this episode. Go listen to the first three episodes of Burn Before Pod.
0: (laughs) Nah, these podcasts are loved equally. Uh, uh, I think
1: it's like maybe a quality versus quantity type (laughs) thing. Yo, I did just hit 150,000 downloads on the restricted section, which is a bananas number of times for people to have listened to me and my idiot friends talk about the dumbest
0: subject on earth. Yeah, you know what? And cabbages, we just are about to hit 25k. So after people are done listening to the first three episodes of Burn Before Reading and this episode, they you should go check out Cabbages, you know, just put it on repeat. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you got time to catch up. This is your opportunity while, yeah.
0: while we're on strike. While the strikes are happening, we've, we're growing bountiful cabbages over in our field. <laughs> uh, Waiting for them plug. to just yeah. be able to pluck once we get the alga all clear.
1: Yeah, I mean, so far, the people are loving Burn Before Reading. We released um, our first three episodes over there, and that means the fourth episode came out today. So the first episode was me and Leela, and that one was very fun, very short, very breezy. The second one was me, Haley, and Brooke talking about Brooke's fifth grade uh, <laughs> poem about environmentalism. And then the third episode was um, me, Lila, and Courtney talking about like a free write that Courtney did one time when she got caught her man in the act of cheating on her. Very, very good episodes. And today, the episode that came out is, uh, what's it called? It's called But Really, Beyonce. (laughs) 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 And it's uh, our friend Josh over at super scary. It's his um, uh, college newspaper uh, review of Beyonce's album four. And it's very funny. He had all of the audacity. Please go listen to it. It's very (laughs) funny. Uh, I'm sorry, I just
2: okay, I'm laughing by myself. But really Beyonce like, okay. like it is it is truly like a line from his review, I think. <laughs> and so sad.
1: And for a while there, the f- album for Wikipedia page quoted his <laughs> write up in its like recept- critical reception section.
0: It's absolutely wild. <laughs> and you got receipts too. Yeah, y'all go check shots, out even social- though it's different now. People go check out the socials for this pod. It's lit. It's true. <laughs> Want to see the pod. cutest baby like high school pictures, <laughs> baby face of Josh please go check out Bird Before Pod. Oh my God, Bird. yeah.
1: Bird Before Pod. So that is that, but I promise I still love this podcast. I promise I do. Oh, I'm just oh, so happy here, to not be talking about Here are all of the redheaded
0: Weasley children that aren't Percy being like, hey, we're over here. Hi. <laughs> uh,
2: anyway, not to be sluggish, but. Not to be totally
1: sluggish, but um, I am feeling, oh, I didn't rate, I didn't, Say my energy level oh, which- i'm at probably like a six right now because um while i was working today i watched uh, lord of the rings two towers okay the extended edition and then i watched an episode of the great british bake-off and i ate pie so i'm wow. sleepy right now you are like <laughs> ultimate fall mode <laughs> i've been lulled to sleep over the course of like eight hours but yeah. i'm here and i'm queer and i'm drinking something that's shaped like a beer Woo! i think it's a high noon
0: yeah, well, we can all pretend we're drinking what we would, or what we, we all can pretend we're drinking what we would be drinking if we were a guest at one of Slughorn's party, part of the <laughs> Slug Club. Here's the thing, like, I feel like they
1: don't have a lot of alcohol options, and I feel like I'd get sick of all of them. Yeah. They have, like, they have butterbeer, and they have gillywater, water, which may or may not be alcoholic. Fire whiskey. They have fi- fire whiskey and like what if it's
2: not november though what do you drink then well in this memory slughorn's drinking a glass of wine is so, it red wine got i don't know I he looks red kind of, wine. He, he kind of seems like a white wine bitch to me a little like bit like
1: they they don't just have like ale
2: yeah no these this man does not drink ale
0: but okay. like in general, in this drink- world,
2: either I let's think. be real, oh, he's yeah.
0: drinking whatever Joanne was drinking. Uh, circa like mid two thousands, which was which is a uh, Russian River Valley Chardonnay. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that's so
1: specific. Is that like a real kind of
0: wine? Yeah, it's just a uh, it's a area or region of uh, California known for. A good Chardonnay, um, oh. and Chardonnay I feel is just um, specifically an oaked Chardonnay that's gonna have a wow. buttery and more full-bodied oakiness feel to it versus. Wow. Yeah, that's that's the type Slughorn is going for, and that's all of like the okay. country club white women we're drinking in like the mid aughts when I was like a fucking lifeguard. And that's just the energy that wow. horn brings.
2: Double lifeguard uh, representation on this episode. <laughs> you guys could save me. Saving I don't swim life. that well, so this is great for me. Awesome. Tina? I don't swim that well. You don't have
1: to swim that well to get a lifeguard certification. I feel oh, that's <laughs> what?
0: Tina, you have the exact energy that Tina brings in the episode of Bob's Burgers where she's like the junior lifeguard. So she'll show she can I just do look sugar cookies on
1: the beach. <laughs> yeah. No, because I did the fucking lifeguard test when I was, like, probably, like, 22 or something. And everyone else there was 15. So I wasn't looking at any butts. <laughs> oh, I understand. <laughs> I was distinctly not looking at any butts. Um, also, I failed that class because I didn't go to the test because I was too
2: scared. <laughs> Damn.
0: Well, I was a swimmer. And so... Um, Just like any parents in a capitalist system, they see that their child has a skill that can possibly be monetized, and they're like, go for it, labor. And um, so I was like, oh, I'm at the YMCA five days a week anyways, so instead of my parents taking me, they're like, here, here's a card, go do it yourself. (laughs) Wow. So... Um, what? Where are
1: we? Christmas has just happened. It's the new year now. I know it's disorienting because in the real world, Christmas is just getting started. Mm. <laughs> Barely. <laughs>
2: yeah. Do you
0: hear Mariah Carey on the winds? Oh my God. She's coming for your ass. oh my God. My I posted on <laughs> Facebook this morning, like PSA, all like you basic bitches that wanted a PSL on August first, um, and are now trying to put up your Christmas trees. Stop. It's there's still leaves outside. Uh Mariah Carey, go go back. You have not seen your shadow. (laughs) There's six more weeks left of autumn. (laughs) Go back to 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 the hole from whence you came. Go back to sleep. (laughs) Go back to sleep bitch.
1: It's time actually to go back to Hogwarts. And instead of writing the Hogwarts Express. Um, Harry and the Weasleys go back via a special flu network connection to McGonagall's office in Hogwarts. That's like extra. So it's extra secure.
0: Yeah. Extra secure. So like anyone uh, that is going in and out of any fireplace that just says Hogwarts, they're not going to know about it. It's fine. Right. Super secret. (laughs) I wonder if there's
1: like a password or something, but there isn't because they don't say one.
0: It's not like this is like a VPN where you can just, oh, oh disguise God, really where you're coming from and be like, nah, only certain fireplaces can access the, this, <laughs> the the new super secure in McGonagall's office.
2: I wonder if it is like a VPN, though, because I was kind of thinking about cool. this, too, where it's like, well, I got to be honest, I like don't really know how VPNs work. So like, this, no, 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 my right. version of it. Is it like only students like they have some kind of thing mark on them or so that the the network can recognize that it's a student entering her private office and why is it in her Uh, office is her office like a more like a lobby or it is are people just dead ass like walking into this bitch's office I think it's um just for I think it's like just for
1: today okay and yeah maybe they like Maybe they do set it up so that, and this is not what a VPN is, but maybe they do set it up so that, like, you they this fireplace can only receive people from the borough. Maybe.
0: Because it makes sense. They're all in Hogwarts. Or they're all in, of course, they're all in Hogwarts. They're all in Gryffindor. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so maybe it's, like, a
2: house thing. So, like, maybe the Slithy is, like, go into I feel like everyone else took the train. Coins.
0: No, I feel Uh, that they would not allow all of these just random professors to just create random flu openings, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, I think all the other students took the train, and it's just because Harry is like
0: high security. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: That makes more sense.
0: It was like that one time when I showed up late to the Kelly Clarkson concert, and we're like trying to find a place to park, and we pull over, and the guy is like, hey- you looking for a place to park? And I'm like, yeah, come with me. And legit, like, we pass all these limos and shit and all of the press vans and lets us park right out front in the fucking venue. It's cr- like the stadium in downtown Raleigh. It was nuts, man. So, wow. wow, yeah, we got to pass all the Like, I guess that was my one moment feeling, how Harry does. When he gets just a whole flu network created for him... Days like former presidents having hundreds of thousands of dollars sent in security, and they're like, meh, peasant pittance, whatever. NPD, you guys know how in the parent trap, when the butler drops what's her butt
1: off at camp, and they like roll up in the, a limo, the limo and they take out all, all they take out all her like nice suitcases, and she's <laughs> wearing this like very prissy little outfit, and then she does a little handshake with her butler. I feel like that's how M- Malfoy rolls up, up in a Hogwarts when he doesn't <laughs> take
2: the train. Uh, a handshake? First of all, he's not doing a cute handshake with the butler. I wish he would.
1: He what if the butler's the only the guy help. who ever loved him? No,
0: because he doesn't have... No, you're right. He, he doesn't touch the help. No, the help is the, are the house elves, and that's just oh. sad. Imagine him having, like, a
2: secret handshake with a house elf. It's pretty f- funny. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really cute if it was real. He doesn't have it anymore, because, uh, per, uh, Lucius, uh, Harry set the help free. So, oh, true. You know, it was only Dobby and oh. they're not going to
1: use their grand fortune just to hire someone paid. <laughs> so the new Gryffindor <sighs> password is abstinence, which is very, very funny <laughs> as it's the fat lady and her friend Violet, which I feel like is
2: like two of the three of us. I don't yeah, know which for two. sure. <laughs> it's okay, like good I had vibes a- with those two.
0: <laughs> I have to put in one plug here because uh, the whole reason the word is abstinence is because of the bat lady was drinking and a little too much over the holiday break. Uh, so, but they were went to her and some other friend went to another painting and just drank a bunch of wine and got shit faced. So, like, how does that work? Okay, first of all, respectfully. I recorded a
1: 90-minute bonus episode with your partner about this. Oh. <laughs> um, that came out. That was our Patreon bonus episode last month, October. So if anyone wants to sign up for our $5 a month Patreon here. You, too, can listen to Zach rant almost single-handedly for 90 minutes about how mad he is about the artwork at Hogwarts.
0: There we go. There's (laughs) my plug. (laughs) My job here is done. (laughs) How
1: does it work, Alex? You should go up to Zach, like, very... Like, after this recording, you should go up to him, like, very benignly and be like, hey, honey, we had this weird thought during this recording, and I thought you might be interested (laughs) to hear it. Um, Violet and, and the fat lady, like... Drink all the wine. Uh, isn't that kind of weird? What is? What does that mean no. for the wine?
0: No, does Tina. it reappear and just like
2: completely set him off? Just with a straight... What does that mean?
0: <laughs> you heard me earlier when you said that I was at a five on like a good time today. So like if, if I'm going to stay at a five... Uh, and also, I actually... You fell right into my little trap because I already (laughs) when I was talking to Zach earlier, reading the chapter, it was like, so Violet and fucking the fat lady go off and get drunk and then like next painting over. How does that work? And he was like, oh, my God, you should totally like plug that episode as we just did a bonus (laughs) last month. So good for him. My job's done. He's looking out. He's looking out. Always. Got you a backpot, daddy.
2: So abstinence just means like withholding. I thought it specifically had to do with not having sex. I mean we just take that word and don't you do
1: you are you do you know the word like abstain? Like I'm gonna abstain. Yeah abstain from from sex
2: before marriage.
1: But like like abstain from voting is a good example.
2: Oh no I've never heard it in a non um you know shamey purity culture way.
1: It means it means abstinence from anything. Um often like sin. I see. But I agree with you, like, when this book came out, I definitely only knew one version of the word abstinence. Yeah. For sure.
0: And I think, Tina, I associate it also, and less commonly with the voting or whatever, but also it's uh-huh. like, I think we grew up in the, or came of age in the aughts when purity, quote unquote, and abstinence culture were things, and I was, like, was wearing a fucking purity ring, so... Yeah. Hot. Let's talk Me about too, that girl. on burn before reading. Let's not. Ugh. That's a bo- that's bonus sad. content. <laughs> Let's not.
2: Yeah. You got to pay extra for that.
0: <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Actually. Yeah. Well, but oh, there we go. go ahead. I was going to say uh, re- emotional baggage, not
1: completed. <laughs> so Hermione uh, gives Harry a note from Dumbledore um, saying that he has another lesson the following night. Um, Lavender and Ron are snogging. Right. Hermione's kind of like not noticing it, so like good for her. She's had a little bit of an attitude adjustment perhaps over the the holiday.
2: Maybe not. Oh, she just storms away.
0: One, one She's cool she's
2: cool for a minute. It's like better than it was before. I guess she was even like how is Christmas at Wanwan's, Harry? And he's like, "Can we not?" And she's like, "Absolutely." No. She said
1: she she said, "Can you no, he says, can you? And she says, I I can't. Or like, you know very well I can't. Or something like that. Yeah. Very well we're not. Ginny goes off to find Dean, unenthusiastically, we note. Mm. Specifically,
0: <laughs> Harry noted. <laughs> Harry notes. Harry?
1: <laughs> Harry who has never noted a single thing in his life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so Harry and Hermione find a table to chat, and Harry finally gets to tell her, about what he overheard between Snape and Malfoy at Slughorn's Christmas party. Which, if you'll remember, Snape was like, tell me about the plan that you're doing for your master. And Draco was like, I don't need help with the plan for my master. And it's like, okay, so there's a plan. (laughs) A master and a master. That's what we're working with.
0: So th- yeah. this is either talking about Voldemort or their sex dungeon. Um, one or the other. One th- yeah. Kind of hope it's Voldemort. Have we ever yeah. heard the Malfoy estate described with decor of any upside down pineapples? <laughs> huh.
1: Not that I've heard of, but Slughorn eats crystallized pineapple. Maybe there's a
0: connection. I literally <laughs> thought about that. When I read this. <laughs> glad, glad someone brought that up not me thanks Tina
1: thanks Zach for messaging me on discord and reminding me to mute my discord <laughs> someone does it every week reminds me to mute it <laughs> Hermione connects that Malfoy threatened the dude at Borgen and Berg's with Fenrir Greybra- Greyback because Harry is telling her about Lupin going and hanging out with the werewolves including Fenrir Greyback so Harry feels that this proves Malfoy is a Death Eater. Ooh. But that's not what proof is, honey.
2: No. That's insinuation. Yeah. So That yeah. is
0: also called hearsay. And in the court, it will not hold up in the court. It will not oh, hold up. Uh, we won't yeah. stand for it. I, I think Harry also law.
2: just, like, would love for, like, one person to validate him. But, you know, people are British. So they're not going to do that.
1: You just need proof. Like I'll validate who you are as a person and your goals and your feelings, but I'm not going to validate your suspicions with un that like that are unbiased. You know, you need something better. You need he doesn't understand what real proof is. And like, did I when I was his age? I have no
0: idea. Especially probably not when he's a sixth year. They've given some thought, even if it's just ephemeral thought, to what they want to be. Harry might try to be an or and you know, mm-hmm. you ha- investigation might be a skill that you put a yeah. few points into. Yeah. You might want to become proficient. You in. Think.
2: He doesn't really think about that. I guess. He and doesn't ever think about, about anything. Care.
1: Remember when McGonagall's like, Oh, help you become an or if it's the last thing I do Potter. And it's like, but what if he is too dumb?
0: Have
2: you ever considered
0: that? Yeah. I will like see book two when they go and drink the polyjuice potion to become Crab and Goyle, and I feel that Harry just slides into that role a little too effortlessly. Mm-hmm. That's that true. is the truth.
1: A uh, new term starts the next morning. Not that it matters because they don't switch classes or anything, um, and they don't seem to get midterm grades or t- tests or anything. So I don't know why we care like about what term it is.
0: Oh yeah. Do you have any? thoughts about that it's they go to hogwash the school that's totally real (laughs) and they're learning things Uh, their semesters don't make any sense Alex no what what what's
2: what happens here I don't understand yeah
1: so they they learn on from the bulletin board that they get to take apparition lessons this semester so that's fun and cool because that's like something it's like driving basically it's something they get to do as they grow up
2: Oh, yeah, I didn't think about it like that. It is—it's kind of like their driver's ed.
1: Okay. Yeah, they have to take a class and then take a test to get like a license.
0: I know that they are wizards, and so they don't—they. It's cute that they have all of their antiquated things, like we have brooms instead of cars, and we still all <laughs> read the paper. But like, Quills. someone is gonna have a cell phone. If people had cell phones and social media at all. Like if this was not like, that's why like JK had to go back and say, all right, this actually took place. The battle of Hogwarts was in like the late nineties. Like, so by the time these books are coming out, there's no cell phones or anything like that. Like we're good because Mm -hmm. all these kids would have seen what everyone else had posted on social media the night before. And Harry and Hermione and that conversation they had in the dining hall they would have already. Hermione would have been already caught up and like, yeah, 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 yeah. Got there. Like th- these are all the reasons why. Let's like let's keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> all these posts uh, are are things and these series of conversations that we have to get caught up in the chapter. And oh, did you hear over here that one thing that the other person did? Yeah, uh, put, someone posted about it on text. Uh, our uh, text from last night. Um, and <laughs> wow. wow that's a throwback
1: yeah. and, oh my god
0: I'm putting that on the burn before reading yes! list
2: of potential episodes
0: because I forgot about that oh my god please
2: wow amazing text from last night I remember talking to my friend Anna and saying, in college saying Anna did you read the new text from last night like <laughs> this one was like exactly like our night <laughs>
0: That's so funny. Oh my god. Did the you, olden days of the internet. Did yeah. you see this so-and-so? Like maybe this was the guy that we actually like yeah. ran into at the bar last night and is texting about you. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God.
2: It says area code 757. That could be somebody here. Yeah. Oh my god. This <laughs>
1: is such a blast from the past. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can still pull it up.
2: Text from last night.
1: Okay, it's still happening. Wow. Okay. okay, so we're, yeah, we're definitely doing an episode about that.
2: Okay, cool. And so anyway. Lupin right back into it. Uh-huh. Oh, oh okay, We will you right back into it. <laughs>
1: um, Wait, we're not, what about
2: Lupin? Oh, we're we not there yet? No. Oh, Where? Okay. In the, in the book. In it's the chapter. Lupin. Yeah, it was, Lupin?
0: We, we actually think are just past that because... Lupin was brought up when Hermione was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. he's like okay, undercover okay. with trying yes. with the wolves or the real wolves and trying to get info and it's not going well.
1: OK, I see. Yes. I see. We are we are past that. Um, so, OK, here's the thing. There's there's a sign up sheet for Operation lessons. Um, it costs 12 galleons and everyone just signs up and pays it. And this is a great opportunity to Harry for Harry to simply pay for something for Ron without without really talking about it. Just like, I got both, you know? This would be a great opportunity. And Ron would not complain, because then he has
2: twelve galleons. I think like these cold British teenagers are so utterly terrified of emotions and causing any kind of emotional reaction that Can't relate. they will just not do the thing. They'll just not do anything. They don't talk wow. to each other about anything real. They just agree with each other, and when they're mad, they stop talking.
1: Emotional. Oh, my avoided. God. Yeah. Can't relate at
2: all. But you're right. It would have been a good opportunity for him to get and do a nice gesture, but that means yeah. he might have to, like, hug Ron or something, you know? Or, like, say,
1: say anything. <laughs> and he hates doing that. Lavender sneaks up on Ron and like puts her little hands over his eyes and is like, guess who? And Hermione runs away. And then Harry's like, I don't want to be here. And he runs away.
2: And then Ron also
1: is like, I don't want to be here. And he runs away. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Poor girl. <laughs> I've I been know. That girl. I've been that girl before.
1: Here's the thing. Like, you can not like the person you're with. You just have to tell them. Like, it's really not that big of a deal. You just <laughs> literally are obligated to tell them. But I get that, you know, it takes a minute to figure out, am I just having a bad day? Or do I truly not want to see her? I think that necklace freaked him out. The my sweetheart necklace? It was a bad necklace. It that freaked her. Bad. That freaked him the fuck out. He's like, oh, she's insane.
2: <laughs> I don't like, um, like jewelry and clothes that say things, and or even mugs that say things. Like that's it's a gift to me, but it says, like, if something says my sweetheart and I'm wearing it, then like, yeah. it's just I have a mug weird. that.
1: I'm pretty sure this was Charlie who gave me the mug that says number one pod daddy. And I'm like, well, that's different.
2: <laughs> yeah. But I mean, kind of like, you know, like the number one boss mug. Like, I don't really yeah. want that. I don't know. And then the I'm say something, you. something is my, it. it's like a weird property kind of almost thing. Like, a like wear this necklace and it's, it'll say you're my sweetheart. People will be like, Oh, yeah. who's your sweetheart? And then you'll have to talk about me. (laughs) No, yeah. It's not good.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to think if I ever had. Oh, I used to have when I was in high school, I had a tank top that said my boyfriend loves me.
2: Oh, (laughs) I got it at Forever 21 where he worked. Mm. I had a really, really, really tight like pink baby doll tee that said I heart Christian boys.
0: Oh, <laughs> so I didn't own this shirt, but that reminds me of the ones that were popular in my youth group, which was the <laughs> uh, Jesus and or Mary is my home boy slash girl. Uh, wow, yeah, that that was, sounds
1: like some youth pastor
0: shit. It is. Yeah. They were tra- They tried so hard so to make Jesus cool. Hard. Uh. <laughs> That's. It was part of. <laughs> It was part of the whole abstinence culture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when we when we do talk about the chastity ring, uh we can do it on a BBR episode where I also read my old entries from like my journals from youth group retreats, which oh I'm God. sure are great. We need if to talk ready, about I'm that ready. sometime. Yeah. <laughs> Dear God, it's me. Mark Alex, <laughs> oh my God! They
1: just made that into a movie. I know. Oh yeah, <laughs> like very recently. So it's time for Dumbledore's lesson. They, Harry he goes. They chat briefly about Scrim Shower. Um. Harry's like, well, I don't remember how it comes up, but but they remember when Scrim was like, so you're Dumbledore's man through and through, huh? And Harry's like, yeah,
0: fuck you, yeah. I am.
1: And then Dumbledore's is like be so touched by that he's like weeping.
0: He doesn't even because weep because of the loyalty. He's Chuck Norris. He like might have like something in his eye that <laughs> makes it look like he might be about to cry. Old people just have watery eyes, don't they?
2: <laughs> do my dad's got dry eyes. He's always like, <laughs> but blinking
1: um... very dramatically. <laughs>
2: But, uh, yeah, this this situation is just another example of <laughs> Harry being absolutely horrified to witness emotions and emotional reaction. He's like, yeah. I wouldn't have said, he's almost like, I wouldn't have said I was, I was your man, you know, through and through. If, if um, I knew I had to listen to you. I knew to we're you were gonna, like, be, like, touched. That's gross. Like, uh, oh my god. Gross. He's a bit touched in the head, he is.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and now it's like gaslighting Harry when he's like, oh, and like Snape totally talked to Malfoy and said these weird things. And he's like, mm-hmm. yep, no, yeah, what is their relationship? <laughs> no, don't know what you're talking about. Like, I
1: probably would have said, I'll talk to Snape about that, but I'm pretty sure I know what that's regarding. That's what I would say instead of like, oh, well, you're an idiot. Don't worry. Yeah. No, it's like, you
0: know what I mean? You probably misheard him. Mm-mm, nope. could it possibly be true. So weird.
1: It's Dumbledore has two memories for us today. And let's recap what we've done so far. Last week on Harry Potter in the Half-Blood Prince. Tom
2: Riddle. Oh, no, I'm not going to do it all. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what song that was. Uh, Yeah, so Tom's hot as fuck, like. That's mostly what I got from this. canon
1: canon Tom Riddle's hat.
2: He's got a nice, handsome face and probably like a cute 90s hot, cute boy haircut Mm -hmm. like they got in the movies.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, I'm pretty sure that what we're talking about is in the 50s, but that's fine.
2: That's okay. But have you seen like pictures of like grandpas in the 50s and for their high school yearbooks?
1: Yeah. yeah, I don't they, think it looks very '90s.
2: No,
0: the they '90s don't. had a lot more body. When I think of '50s and uh, high school and yearbooks, I'm like Grease, the movie Grease. Grease. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: I guess I'm just more so thinking about like all those hot pictures of grandpas that I've seen. <laughs> so like, it was not less about the. Uh, I was retracting the '90s hair and instilling I that see. they were. He's still super, smoking. still super hot.
1: Okay, smoking. <laughs> Dumbledore describes how Tom Riddle came to Hogwarts. He was put in Slytherin immediately as he is evil and Slytherin is for evil people, as we know. But he was well behaved and very talented. But Harry remembers something. Guys, Harry remembers something. <gasps> Dumbledore. Well, Dumbledore. Voldemort said Dumbledore never quite trusted him. And Dumbledore's like, I never trusted that guy.
2: <laughs> so he was right.
1: And then Voldemort collected a little friend group, Um, even though Dumbledore feels like they weren't really friends. That's kind of judgy, but I guess we're all just doing the best we can. It's hard to be in high school, Dumbledore. You might not remember because it was over a century ago, but basically a bunch of shit went down while Voldemort and his friends were at the school, but they could never be connected to it. And I guess the opening of the Chamber of Secrets is one of those things. Oh, you know,
0: just a footnote.
1: Just a footnote. Dumbledore explains that he hasn't been able to find many memories from Tom Riddle's time at Hogwarts because people are really reluctant to speak about him. Hmm. Wonder why it's probably hard to like talk about good memories. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. You don't want to be the guy who's like, actually like I have this great memory of, of Hitler and he was like such a sweet little boy and has, he showed so much promise you, yeah. I mean, I would probably tamper with that memory as well. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I don't want people yeah. to know that I know that.
0: <laughs> you
1: know. Yeah. yeah. He became obsessed with finding out more about his father. He's completely convinced that his mother could not have been a wizard because she would not have died if she was magical. So it must have been that his father was a magical one. And like, who is he? But he can't find a record of him anywhere in the magical world. So eventually he has to admit that his father probably wasn't a wizard and he dropped his dad's name at that time Ooh. and then he turned to learning more about his mother's family because now he's like i guess she had to be magic because who the fuck's my dad so with that context we go into this memory to the gaunt house the last time we were here it wasn't good but remember bob ogden absolute hero yes The the ministry official the head of magical law enforcement in fact who came in oh my god what was he wearing Oh, my God. It was like a bathing, co- like a striped bathing costume. <laughs> what, like spat, like spats and a duster, like something really silly. <laughs> but Classic. he was there to handle business. So we're in the gaunt house. Uh, it's somehow even more neglected and dusty than before, which yikes. Like caked in grime. Disgusting. There's a dude in there. It's morphin. It's
2: morphin time! And he looks dead. (laughs) I mean, he's Uh, just... Spoilers. He's like part of the house. Morphin. I'm like, does morphin in an English accent sound better? Morphin. Morphin. Okay, I mean, I guess so. (laughs) Hey, morphin. Like... (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't work. If I
1: Google it, it takes me to... It's the masculine form of morphine.
2: Morphine,
1: Morphin, morphine. (laughs) Morphin. When I Googled it, it took me to how to pronounce morphine, so
2: it's like dumb bitch, did you mean morphine? You idiot yeah, he and you you can see neither eye nor mouth because his nasty hair and beard have conjoined into one matted Ugh. face hair mask, Ugh. and so they're like, that guy's dead, probably thanks,
1: I hate it. But enter Teenage Voldemort and Morphin's not dead. He mistakes Tom for his father, for Tom's father, because he looks just like him and reacts emo- he has experiences an emotional reaction. He's wearing the ring. <gasps> you know, the, the ring. ring. The one ring. Yeah.
0: One ring to rule them all.
1: Tom calms down Morphin by speaking in parcel tongue. Morphin's like, oh, you know the language? And he's like, yeah, I know the language. Only he's like, (laughs) (laughs) That's similar. You're confused. (laughs) Soon, soon. Morphin explains that Tom looks like his dad who was a muggle. And he's mad. He starts ranting about how Maripi stole from them and ran away. And then he starts getting angry at Tom and then everything goes dark. Dumbledore pulls them out of the memory and he explains that the memory went blank because Tom knocked Morfin out.
0: He was getting this memory from Morphin while he was dying in Azkaban, apparently.
1: Oh, yeah. Dumbledore pulls him out of the memory and he explains that the memory went blank because Tom knocked Morphin out. And so he like lost this Morphin's memory.
2: He lost consciousness. So he figured out that The Marvolo family was his daddy, and then that's why he went and massacred them all.
0: Yes, yes, because they're Muggles. He's like embarrassed. He doesn't want
2: to be associated. Why? Because he himself is a. Hmm.
1: Hmm. He doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Want (laughs) there to be evidence that
0: he's a. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. Okay. Got it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. If there weren't enough illusions and, uh, like, oh, that Voldemort and Hitler and Death Eaters and and Nazis, what? Uh, yeah, it's, here's, here's another connection point for you. Yeah.
1: He explains that, like, Tom Riddle basically knocked Morphin out, stole his wand, went to kill his own muggle family, which we saw back in book four. The authorities suspected Morphin because he openly hated muggles. And then he confessed immediately and proudly to having murdered them. And his wand corroborated this because the last spell that had been cast was murder. And the only thing that seems to have upset him about this was that his father's ring had disappeared.
0: Yeah. And when Harry goes, wait, so uh, fucking Riddle was underage when he committed murder and used this weapon But the authorities couldn't catch this. And it's like, oh, no, they can only, like, see who last cast this or what the last spell was cast, not, like, who cast it. And it's like, oh, okay. We're not making this up as we go along, but there's, like, these really rigid rules. So, yeah. Yeah.
2: Just stupid rules. That's that's actually like
0: all of the rules in this world. (laughs) But that's literally what Dumbledore says. It's just like, yeah, I know it's really dumb, but like, that's just how it works. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yep. It's a dumb, it's a dumb thing. Like overall. Dumbledore explains that it took a lot of skilled legitimacy to extract this true memory due to Morphin's modified memory. He tried to use the memory to get and released from Azkaban, but he died. So, rippity pippity. Time for the second memory. We land in Slughorn's office with a younger, thinner Slughorn. Let's take a look at his body and and judge how his body has changed in his old age. Oh yeah,
0: because <laughs> for some reason that's the first thing we do. Oh, it's almost, and I meant to mention this earlier, but it's almost like when in when uh, Riddle was first described. He was like, oh, and, uh, according to Dumbledore, he was very, like, unnaturally talented and very good looking for an orphan.
1: I underlined that that? line. Yes. Oh, my God. I don't remember that at all. It was was like,
0: I
2: I I think the point of the sentence, which I need to find, is something like, like, uh, he was very popular because, like, being, being, um, you know, charismatic, um, and very talented for his age, and a good lo- and good-looking, and an orphan, it ga- he got a lot of sympathy.
0: The the quote is: He showed no sign of outward arrogance or aggression at all. As an unusual unusually talented and very good-looking orphan, he naturally <laughs> drew attention and sympathy from staff almost from the moment of his arrival.
1: I guess it just means that he has, like, an intrigue to him. I don't know.
0: That's <laughs> not the way I would have written that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're so, you know, I Harry mean, Potter, or-
1: orphans The reason
0: Snape hates you is because you're an ugly orphan. Uh,
1: orphans plenty in fucking the UK, man.
0: McElroy That's where Brody all the orphans go. Pot. That's a hot-ass orphan.
1: No. I'm going to veto that one, Leila.
0: <laughs> we have to do our hot orphans tier list. I'm sure there's enough to have a British and, like, a UK and an American version.
1: Wow. Jon Snow,
0: he counts as half-orphan.
1: Oh. No, full-orphan.
0: full orphan.
2: Mm. That's yeah. a
1: full-orphan. Fucking, who else, who, what other orphans do we got?
2: Oh, God, all I can think of is Annie, and Emma? I just don't.
1: Emma from Once Upon a Time?
0: yeah Emma oh, is okay. definitely an orphan orphan, orphan adjacent <laughs> um uh I be- what's her uh, she thinks she's an orphan for a little bit. um there's
1: a lot of stories I think where people think they're orphans. yeah
0: like Li- mm-hmm. uh, Lila uh, from uh the Google and Compass she thinks she's oh. up for a little bit and then she's like, oh my
1: god spoilers for everything yeah
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I knew she wasn't an orphan from the very beginning. I we, like, we've that we've so got bad.
0: Oliver
2: Twist. <laughs> oh yeah, that's some hot ass.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Leila.
2: I don't want to play this anymore.
1: <laughs> Layla, I made a pretzel with. Remember that? Remember that goop that I put in your fidget bag? Yeah. I made a pretzel with my goop. Amazing. Oh
0: wow! Good like job. <laughs> yeah. Look at you go. I'm proud
1: of you, babe. I'd- I'd eat that. And now it's time for the second memory,
0: where we're talking oh, about that. how skinny Slughorn looks.
1: Yeah, but not too skinny, because you know, no, no, just just less, fa- not skinny, less fat. He's fat. That's why we don't like him because he's fat.
2: Of course. Like mind your own business. It's like, hmm, looks like he's such a cunt. Harry's like, hmm, looks like somebody's buttons are really, really straining. Really,
1: it's like he's skinnier than I've ever seen him, but he is still fat. And it's like, Harry Potter, you're an orphan. That's why you're skinny. <laughs> I <laughs>
0: low-key think that J.K. has a fat fetish. Has to a fetish or a phobia? I don't know.
1: It's giving phobia. It's like fat people are evil. Yeah, but there's... Or Molly Weasley. Those are your two options.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Evil or, like, maternal. No, in between.
1: Yep. Yep, yep, yep. His little slug club is hanging out. Tom Riddle is there, and he's wearing the ring. So this is after he's murdered his own family. Massacred, as Leela said.
2: Yep. And he's just hanging out. Because there's like he's, he's a very smart and he's figured out loopholes in their stupid justice system.
1: Yeah, for real. Tom has brought silicon crystallized pi- pineapple and is sucking up trying to get sneaky deeds. Let's do a s- crystallized pineapple taste test. Honestly.
2: Okay. A pretend one right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Mm.
1: Oh wow! You mm. Look at that.
2: Tangy. Mm. <laughs>
1: So um, they're just like talking. They're just talking. Tom Riddle's just talking, and then the room suddenly fills with fog, <laughs> and Slughorn's voice is like, "You'll go wrong, boy. Mark my words." <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> "What is happening?" Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> and a little Rock, too. Is that you, God? <laughs> it's me, <laughs> Margaret. So then the fog clears and nobody no, nobody act in the memory, like, acknowledges it either. Like, there's a lot of clues that this is weird and wrong. Slughorn sends all the boys to bed, but Tom stays behind. Tom Riddle is like, Professor Slughorn, what do you know about Horcruxes? And then the room fills with fog again. It's like, mm-hmm. it's, and it, like, very loud and wrongly. Slughorn is like, I don't know shit about shit and never, ever speak about that to me ever again. <laughs> And it's like,
0: what the fuck is happening? Oh, okay. Trigger. Sorry, bro. And then Harry's like, and then Harry's like,
2: he could not see what was so significant about it. Admittedly, the fog and the fact that no one seemed to have noticed was odd. But other than that, nothing seemed he's to like, have no, happened.
0: He's like, nothing was weird except <laughs> for the weird part. <laughs> like, why are you like this? He's going to be a perfect Oriole. Perfect.
2: <laughs> I think maybe he showed me the wrong memory.
1: <laughs> Professor Dumbledore, is this important? <laughs> yes, this is going to be on the test, bitch.
2: <laughs> Why would I waste my time showing you shit that's not important? Professor, oh, oh, have you had your memory checks recently? <laughs>
1: feeny, so Dumbledore feeny. pulls them out of the memory. And he explains, this memory has been tampered with. Slughorn altered his own memory to hide something he's ashamed of. Hmm. And, and Dumbledore is, tells Harry, you need to persuade Slughorn to give you the full untampered memory. Because this is this is our next step. And we don't have it, basically. Kind of cool, right?
0: I think it's kind of cool. I think it's a good step. He actually is giving... Harry, something to do versus yeah. go to this person. I mean, it's it is go to this person and talk to them and try to get you to tell them what this thing that we need. But it's better than here. let li- just listen and sit here and let me tell you this information that I found.
1: Well, it's funny that like Harry's been so antsy to do something yeah. like he's been so antsy to antsy to like understand and help. And Dumbledore's like, OK, here's what I need you to do. Finally, after like a year and a half, he's like, here's what I need you to do. And Harry goes on to not fucking do that for the next like 10 chapters. Let me see how many chapters it is before he does it. Oh, OK, we're on chapter 17 and he doesn't do it until chapter 22, 23. So it's it's five chapters hmm. but of not doing this. That's at least 100 pages. Oh, <laughs> so many pages. Guys, look, now I made a cube with my goop.
2: Oh my god! I didn't get that goop. It. I would. I want that goop.
1: It like felt really gross when I first picked it up, but once yeah. you have it in your hands for a couple minutes, it's better.
2: I understand. Speaking of goop, that what do we think about the the freaking pensive for the second memory? Oh they yeah, say it, it was, was like, like
1: visc. It was Congealed.
2: Horrible. And Horrible. he's like, I wonder if it's gone bad. Well, bottoms
0: up. Bottoms up. <laughs> <laughs> So, I guess if you try and, like, suppress a memory or tamper with it as it's being extracted, that it will be, I don't know, congealed, like cottage cheese. Ew. Don't
1: say, like, cottage cheese.
0: (laughs) Ew. It's chunky. No. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Nor. <laughs> well, let's get into the chapter. Other than cottage cheese and chunky, Alex, is there anything else that you want to say or anything we missed or any favorite moments?
0: Oh, I just uh, didn't like, you know, we got a series of descriptions of Tom Riddle and a speed run of all of like, for all the people who hadn't read like the other books, like here are all the things we also uh, knew about tom riddle like oh that one time for the book and blah 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 like that harry brought up uh yeah it was just another example of how this is what happens when a white boy thinks that he's special and like yeah i think that's like also a very poignant thing quote-unquote poignant that the author tried to make eloquent like oh look how close Harry was to being like Voldemort, so, like the line that separated them. They were both orphans, yeah. and like their like parents, like they were both like haha, and like uh, came from nothing and were tempted with great power, and it's like okay, but I just... but yeah, <laughs> but. <You came> from <laughs> ha-ha?
2: What, me? Oh, I just in Alex, the middle. Alex,
1: you, Alex, you said ca- they came from,
0: haha. Oh, uh, <laughs> or something like that. Uh, or like they, like they were a, uh, they were, one parent was a muggle and the other was a wizard. Mm. Okay, okay, I forgot we were mm-hmm. doing that
1: bit. <laughs> I, I did it
0: because <laughs> that was what Lila no, did. So.
1: It, it was a good callback. I just forgot
2: about it already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same day. The same. I'm a good improv
0: partner. I guess, no, and here. Yeah. I
2: appreciate you're, you're, that. You know, I that, that about which is you.
0: how I was able to, like, live with my partner for an entire month, not able to, like, and able to convince him that I was not the moider on our, uh, Discord murder mystery that Pod Daddy oh, so the... eloquently put together. Oh, yeah.
1: let's tell the listeners about that because that was really fun if you are not on our discord server for halloween i wrote us a murder
0: mystery it was so much fun
1: it was a lot of fun i'll admit and so about 20 of us played and the premise was that everyone worked for Deus x media gigantic podcasting network corporation mega calls it the future of podcasting (laughs) <laughs> and everyone who was playing worked for me. Um the head of Daxex Media. And we had all just been at our annual conference and someone murdered Taylor while we were there. And so we played this game of trying to figure out who it was and it was fucking Alex.
2: Ooh, I didn't know. You played you the game real do. well. I, I, you were not my guess. I will, I will get, I will tell you that. Yeah. Much.
1: The person who got voted the most votes was Ashley. Cause she, <laughs> you and her both had bad alibis because your alibi was blacked out Zach. <laughs> um, and this is in game. He wasn't blacked out IRL, not recently anyway. And her alibi was that she was wandering around outside by herself. <laughs> So nobody believed either one of you, but it was Alex, and it was it was so much fun to play, and I learned a lot, and we're going to do it again next year. So you have fucking 50 weeks to sign up. Oh, wait, I'm bad at math. You have 46 weeks to sign up <laughs> for the Discord if you want to play next year for the uh, yeah. Patreon. Yeah, like
2: 525,600 minutes, I think.
1: Something like that. Yeah. Give
2: or take of a couple hundred. <laughs>
1: Leila, do you have any last
2: words? Um, no, but I did think about, um, about another take on the hot orphan thing when,
0: um, <laughs>
2: uh-huh. <laughs> maybe Dumbledore was, like, but he was, like, you know, he was, like, really charismatic and, and, uh, and hot, like, unlike some orphans I know. <laughs> <laughs> To Harry, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you just don't have that like wow factor, Harry. You know what I mean? Like some yeah, orphans some, really sparkle. Yeah, yeah,
0: you're really. Just, like you're gutter or not? You're fucking gutter trash, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I didn't say all that. <laughs> <laughs> he Harry. didn't okay. say it. He he said everything <laughs> with his eyes.
1: He would say rubbish.
0: Take you out with the rubbish, <laughs> you trash
2: orphan.
1: <laughs> you rubbish. Okay. Rubbish orphan. If you're an orphan listening to this, we love you. It is just a very oh. funny British literature trope. It really is. It's like, look at this orphan. And, like, I do feel like the characterization of Voldemort, especially as a kid, is like, look at this orphan. And also Harry it's like, look at this orphan. And it's like, I'm looking. It's a sad situation.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we... we- We get it. You know, we get, we understand the trope and the, the intrigue of the trope. And thank you for still listening. Um, Our, is there like another word for orphan that we can say?
1: I do want to say parentally challenged.
2: Oh, it seems worse.
1: (laughs) I think orphan. I'm going to pull up my thesaurus.
2: And this day and age, can we just be calling people orphans? Parentless. (laughs) Parentless. (laughs)
1: Parent, parentless by choice. (laughs)
2: <laughs> it's
1: usually not by choice. <laughs> oh my god. Listen, listen to the fucking synonyms on thesaurus.com. Oh no. Um foundling, ragamuffin, stray, or oh. waif. Those are your options. Oh, I, I kind of like waif. But actually, I really like ragamuffin. Ragamuffin. That- I like foundling. <laughs> That's what they call orphans in the Star Wars universe.
2: Oh yeah. Sounds like a lost boy, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, foundling. Yeah.
1: All right, cool. Well, are y'all ready to move on to plugs? Hell yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Alex, where can the people find you on the internet? Yeah,
0: so I am half of a podcast called My Cabbages an avatar podcast. We are currently on hiatus, which was our break slash vacation that has just been Extended indefinitely (laughs) um, until the SAG After Strikes are over in solidarity. Once those are, we will come back and cover Cora. You can find us on Instagram and on threads and all other meta-based media at MyCabbageCast. Um, And you can also email us, MyCabbageCast at gmail.com. And for my Mm -hmm. plug, I will recommend a book that I just finished. It is called uh, Slewfoot, A Tale of Bewitchery by Baram. It is the quintessential, like, spooky book. Like, if you're looking for a book about witches, that is a good accompaniment to a movie like, The Witch, which my good old friend Josh and I covered over on Super Scary, which is another episode I would plug. Um, Yeah, it's just about a a girl who is coincidentally an orphan and- Not another orphan. uh, (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) Who is sold off into servitude and comes over to New England in like uh, Puritan New England and- Rose in her own as a, um, as a witch uh, in a village, and it is a lot of fun. And the artist or the author is also an artist, so there's a lot of beautiful artwork. So check it out. Cool,
1: that's awesome.
0: Yeah, and it's a book where actually I feel it's the the witch. Without giving too much away, she like even though it's like super not as scary or like badass like feminist as I wanted it to be, I feel she gets her revenge. Or she actually, like, is justified in the end. So
1: Okay. Love that. Cool. Hell yeah. Lila, what about you? Where can the people find you on the internet?
2: You can listen to me on Wednesdays on Burn Before Reading with Christina. Yeah. And and if you you wish, you may also follow us on our socials at Burn Before Pod on Instagram and uh, other things. I can't remember right now. And you can find me at Leals for reels on Instagram and TikTok. And um, Tina, can I plug a movie that's like a really old movie? Like um, from- we're not
1: doing movies like it has to be from an indie studio or like a twenty four.
2: Well, so we're not doing. It is John I Waters. Know. Maybe I-, I don't know enough information about it to 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 say it's not. Yeah, I feel you. Okay. Shit. Um. Okay. That's all right. Um, you know what I plug? Um, Brussels sprouts as a salad. Yeah! yeah, Hell (laughs) yeah! yeah, Fucking scrummy salad!
0: Scrummy fucking salad! Specifically (laughs) that your friend made. Somebody else had to make the salad.
2: It's true. It is best when someone else makes it, but it's, if you have a food processor or, like, a man, food processor or, like, a mandolin, you can just, um, you know, clean Mm -hmm. off any icky parts that you don't want, and then... Plop those little bad boys in there and then, then it's Plop like, and, um, yeah, and they're nice amazing. and thin and like crispy. They don't have, if you like, avoid Brussels sprouts because of like kind of like the cabbage type of taste. If you don't really like that type of taste in vegetables, um, roasting them kind of brings that out. I love that in vegetables, so it's fine mm-hmm. for me. But um, Brussels sprouts have a more, like a much milder taste when they're not roasted. So eat your vegetables, yeah. um, eat something autumnal and uh eat your brussels sprouts
1: hell yeah i love i'm going to kava and they have like the super greens base for their bowls yeah and i love it awesome i've been your host christina you can hear me on burn before reading you can find me online you know where um and this week i'm gonna plug my fucking self i'm gonna plug my Book, Woo! indie book yeah! publishing from start to finish, colon. It's going to be awesome by Christina Kahn. Me, it's available for pre-order. It comes out January 9th, 2024, and it's available for pre-order now. It's a primer for book publishing. If you might ever want to get any book published, read this book. It's under $20. It's got a lot of good information, and you know that if you read it and you have questions, you can just hit me up. <laughs> If you're like, I read your book and I have questions, I'm going to be like, oh my God, she read my book. I'll talk to you about anything. <laughs> I'll uh, do anything for you.
2: Sounds like a fun and, uh, you know, like a, an affordable Christmas Han- or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa. Yes. Buy it for... for the writer in your
1: life. Yes. Festival I'm telling all my friends, you don't have to read it, but you do have to buy it. <laughs>
0: <And> <laughs> well, you can give it away if you want The to. cover is really cute. It would look great on your coffee table and people Thank immediately you. as you walk in, it will look, "Oh my god, this bitch like is trying to write or knows people that write books." Yeah. Instantly elevated in how other people perceive you in mm-hmm. on the fancy scale. Yeah. The
1: cover was designed by Mike Cardison who's been on the podcast before. He's wonderful. He does all my designs including the burn before reading logo. And um, yeah, if you're participating in Nano Remo maybe this month, and you want you're thinking about what you're gonna do with that project when it's over, this is the book for you. So definitely pre-order it on Bookshop, Barnes and Noble, Amazon.
0: I'm gonna plug it because my lovely partner did artwork for yeah. it, and oh my god, Le- wait guys, Leila's lovely partner did Tina's cover shot or like art, like headshot for it. So Jason
1: texted me telling me how happy he was to have his photo in a book and I was like, Jason, I'm also very happy to have your photo in my book. Yeah. (laughs) It was really cute. I'm
0: just so happy that so many of my friends are so successful and I love all of them. So everyone go read this book.
1: (laughs) It's actually really wild because my book's available for pre-order, but Burn Before Reading just came out. So I'm like not announcing yet that my book I can only ask my friends to do like one big thing for me a week. You know what I mean? I have to like wait. <laughs> I have to wait till the time is right to tell them to all it's like, listen to my podcast. Okay, good job, guys. Good job. Okay, and now buy my book. Come on, get with it. I I got, I'm doing a lot of stuff you need to keep up. Keep up.
2: One's free. It's one is just a time commitment. Come on. Yeah.
1: Well, and I was like I was like, I'm gonna launch my book the same time I launch Burn Before Reading because they help each other, you know, Absolutely. like the, the marketing yeah. of each helps the other. And it was like neck and neck to see if either one was going to be like really ready on time. And it was. Thank God. They both were ready like right now. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Which is You're so a pretty cool. awesome person. You're doing it. You're doing things. You're making thank it happen. You. Shine bright like a diamond.
1: I'm really trying. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for letting me gush about my book. by it. There's going to be an audiobook that's going to be available for pre order soon and the ebook. So, if you're looking for either one of those editions, those will be up in the next month or two. I'm recording my own audiobook, which I would Ooh. never do for fiction because I'm very bad at voices, but nonfiction, I'll read that to you. You got that. Hey, idiot. <laughs> this is how you edit a book. No, it's very nice. It's very accessible. It's like, it's like, assumes you know nothing. So, if you know nothing, you can read this book. There's no Hey Idiots in it, I promise. There's a couple Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers quotes but no condescension. Anyway, thank you so much to the both of you for coming on this episode with me. It was very fun. I've been liking these quick, fun, easy episodes with good friends recently. Yeah. (laughs) Lila, last week we recorded with Alien. and it also was, like, very quick
0: and easy.
2: Yeah, it's it's just low-key and kind of relaxing. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. nice.
0: Just like a conversation with friends. Just like a conversation. We're inviting the listeners into our living room. It's like we're all sitting around our coffee table, just hanging out. It's it's true, but
1: like not to be this way, if you really want to feel like we're just hanging out around a coffee table, (laughs) go listen to Burn Before Reading because there's a lot of like (laughs) gossiping in that. But it's
0: like 15 year old gossip. So nobody's like getting hurt by it. (laughs) And respectfully, when when we're all sitting around a coffee table talking to one another IRL, it is not about Harry Potter. (laughs)
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's definitely not. okay. so here's the thing. The podcast, we started the podcast because we kept finding ourselves sitting around the table talking about Harry Potter. But now that we do the podcast, nobody wants to talk about Harry Potter around the table anymore. (laughs) No,
0: that's quite all right.
1: Anyway, that's the end of the episode.
0: Woo. Thanks for having us. It's been a blast. Love y'all. Mean it. I love you guys. Go to hell. Bye.
1: That's it, Podheads. Thanks for listening to The Restricted Section. This podcast is produced and hosted by me, Christina Kahn. Our theme music was produced by Ryan Kahn. Our logo was designed by Michael Hardison. Please connect with us on Twitter, at RestrictedPod, on Instagram, at RestrictedSectionPod, on Facebook, at RestrictedSectionPod, or in our Facebook group, The Restricted Section Detention Crew. Join our Patreon to get access to our Discord server, our bonus episodes, and other cool perks. We're also very happy to be a member of Deus Ex Media, where all you fucking nerds can find all kinds of fandom podcasts to suit your fancy. I'm Christina Kahn.
2: And I'm Leela Hilton. And this is Burn Before Reading, the podcast about shitterature. We're here to examine the terrible writing we did when we were younger. Uh, like that school project you were really proud of. Or that poem you wrote when you got dumb. Well, how about that apology letter you wrote to your mom when you got into that fight? Or the song you recorded before you knew how to write music. Okay, don't at me. <laughs> and we're here to talk about other cringy literary topics along the way. Like the Library of Alexandria. And Dewey Decimal. His name was Melville, Melville Dewey. Oh, well, do we want to get the clips rolling? I don't think I ever recovered from this in terms of being cool.
0: Why did I say any of this?
2: I do like the drama. So there is actually quite a bit to unpack here.
0: Oh, all this drama was so addictive as a teenager. There's no punctuation to it. I'll start with
1: that. I actually have no memory of this.
0: There were so many, so many lies that I was telling it. It's not terrible. No one like really taught me how to write a good short story. That was a journey. Listen to Burn Before Reading every Wednesday, wherever pods are
2: cast.
1: This is the only picture of you, me, and Courtney. This is Rachel, and this is other... I think maybe all three of these background people are named Rachel. Because this is Rachel, and then this is Rachel's brother's girlfriend, Rachel. And then this might have been another Rachel. Dave X Media.